Brian Ashby is our Monday morning shootout correspondent. He joins us now. How are you, Gash? Piney, good, thank you. That's the story. Um, what was your immediate reaction when you saw Ryan Crotty go down on Saturday night? Oh, no. <laughs> Literally, oh, no. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, friendly fire as well. And you know, obviously, he's a guy that I've dealt with um, for many, many years. And like everybody, um, you know, deeply concerned the scenario that, um, you know, he, he finds himself in. There was no question in my mind the minute that he went down that he that, that was it for, uh, at the very least, for, for that game. What should happen now? What, 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 I mean, you know a little bit about the protocols that go behind the, the head injury assessments, etc. But But is it now, because he's had so many, a case of somebody... Maybe. I mean, he seems like a pretty sensible bloke. You've had a bit to do with him. Would he need to be talked into the possibility of calling it a day? Oh, no, I don't think so. He's got a really good family around them. I know, I know his family. Um, he's got good people around him and um, a very good sporting family. In fact, mum's probably the, the star in that family uh, in a sporting sense. It, it, um, I, I, look, I think probably... Um, yeah, in layman's terms, what you and I see is, oh, look, maybe it's time to, to pull the pin. But, but perhaps if everyone takes a step back, and I'm sure um, the all-black medical people will, will you know, be very pragmatic in the way they go about their, their um, business with this. And we've seen scenarios with um, Ben Smith, with Kieran Reid, with Richie McCaw, Adam Whitelock, um, long-term issues with, with head injuries. Maybe, maybe what we need to see at this point anyway, is just to hedge the bets a wee bit. Um, I'm 60-40 in, in favour of, you know, just for the long-term safety of the bloke, that, that maybe it is time to pull back. But a, a scenario maybe where the all-black management, and, and clearly they, they rate this guy, um, and, and he's, he's a key man defensively in terms of their organisation and structure. Um, that That's the way they seem to view him. So if that is the case, do they say, look, Ryan... You are contracted to the end of next year. There's a reason for that. Um, we, we want you at the World Cup. So like Ben Smith did, take the rest of this season off. We, you are a part of our World Cup plans. Just have some time out away from the game. Come back in Super Rugby. If you're, you know, if you're recovered, come back at that point. And, and let's, um, let's, let's rip into it. Let's, let's focus on 2019. If it's not good, well, okay, um, you know, like Charlie Natai, you know, got another one who, you know, long, long period off. If it's no good, um, you know, we, we maybe pull the pin at that stage. I don't know. It's hard to know, second guess what's what's going on within the camp. But, but clearly the number of knocks that he's had, um, it, it, it is, you know, it's really worrying. That, what you just outlined, seems utterly sensible. Utterly sensible. It, it seems like the, the right thing to do, just, just to remove any... Any any talk of him possibly coming back too early? Because from what I understand, and, and we'll get some more on this, I'm sure, when we speak to some medical experts over the next couple of days here on Radio Sport, from what I understand, it is, is if you're fully recovered from a concussion, a head injury, whatever you'd like to call it, then you are able to come back, regardless of the fact that you've had two, three, four, five, or six in the past, that actually there's no cumulative effect as long as you come back when you're fully recovered from your latest one. But it, there's a bit that just nags away at you because he's had so many, isn't there? Yeah, and and you know the thing with head injuries, it's not one size fits all. You know, it, it, it like like a muscle injury and things, they can they can plot and plan and and, and measure a recovery. With a head injury, you can't. No, look, I'm speaking from personal experience. A couple of um, 
times I've you know just just with incident, incidents in sport I've, I've same scenario. You're not actually your own best judge sometimes. I you know I realised some months afterwards that I'd, I'd forged ahead and I, I wasn't actually properly recovered. So um, you know that's that's the that's the key thing. But I think you know the way um, these things are managed these days and the processes that they have in place. I think our you know, sports doctors, sports medicine is is well aware of that now, and it isn't one case, uh, one size fits all, and 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 they um, do tread pretty conservatively. And I, you know, I hope, um, you know, I, uh, as I said from the outset, Ryan Ryan Crotty's got a really good family around him, um, good management, and and you know, Canterbury Crusaders and All Blacks, all the way through. There are a lot of people that are you know that are batting for the guy, and um, just just want. We'd, we'd love to see him back out there playing, of course. He hasn't been able to buy a trick um, through a lot of his career. When he gets a bit of traction, just um, unfortunate things happen, be it an untimely injury or, or Sonny Bill gets signed by Canterbury, those sorts of things. And, and even all black level, um, the long shadow of Sonny Bill, he's, he's just a guy, but he's, he's such a good bloke. He generates so much goodwill um, everywhere he goes. Um, so, you know, as I say, pe- people are really batting for him. So... Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. But I, you know, what what I outlined there, Piney, just about you know perhaps taking the rest of the year out. It, it is clear, isn't it? I think the All Blacks, um, this this management group, he is seen as as a key leader in the group now, and uh, they want him there. So show the faith, and and you know for his well being. You know, give him the rest of the year off and, and, and revisit in, in January, February. Yep, I like that idea. Uh, your boy Jack Goodhue goes all right. Yeah, look, I look, you know. I mean, it's no secret I've been a card-carrying member of the Goodhue fan club from the minute he first appeared for Canterbury. And uh, uh, I, I was a wee bit sort of hit, scratching my head um, a few comments last week about his, his running game because he's a tremendous attacking weapon. He's got you know, a ton of pace. He's, he's very physical, but um, extremely well organised uh, defensively as well. His, his, um, there's, there's a lot of talk, I know, from coaches I've spoken to, his defensive understanding and read is is um, is intelligence in that area is is very high. So yeah, that was a, that was a great finish. Um, involved sort of twice in that movement, and then straight away um, after the kickoff. And I've I've felt that when he has gotten the opportunity to wear that number ten jersey, um, it would be pretty hard to wrestle it off him. And um, you know, based on what we saw at the weekends, um, yeah, look, he's not the finished article. He's he's still a very young man, and he's got a lot of improvement in his game, but. Um, you know the way um, he, he played on Saturday night. It will make it a little bit tough for anyone to get that jersey off him. Will you be happy enough uh, with Leonard Brown and uh, and Goodhue starting Saturday night, or would you have Nani Lomapi in that in that discussion? Oh no, no, that would be my. I mean, look, that's the batting order that they have um, gone with for the the first test. Lomapi's you know a good backup, and he's, he's going to get his opportunity because he's a he's a he's a you know he's a cracking good rugby player, I guess. The long shadow of, of Sonny Bill is is looming. Um, you, you know, he's, he, as you know, they outlined, he missed the first two games of rugby championship, but he's going to come back into the mix. No, Anton Leonard Brown played really well um, when he when he came on, and uh, I feel a bit sorry for Anton Leonard Brown because he's, you know, he's as reliable as Greenwich Mean Time. You, you know what you're going to get. He does the job when he's when he's out there and and, and does it well. So. Uh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd have no problem sticking with that combination. What about at the back, Gash? What would you do there? No Yuani, so I think Naholo keeps his place but might switch wings. Ben Smith keeps his place but might move from fullback to wing. What would you do in the back three? Uh, well, I'd probably, the, the debate 
the, you know, revisit the debate we had last week um, uh, around um, um, what's his face, um, Barrett, um, Geordie Barrett, Geordie Barrett. Yeah, there's so many of them. <laughs> put, <laughs> put, put, Scott in, nearly, put Scott in there. Oh, I nearly, I nearly put Smiley in there. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd look. I'd probably that's that's probably the route that I would go down. I was. I was a little bit surprised they didn't go that way, you know, given what we thought they might do with the high ball and so on, um, you know, last week. And, and so, um, to me, that's probably the way I would go. But, look, you know, they, they do like to pull the odd surprise, don't they? The selectors from time to time and um, have a different read on, on these things. But, but for me, um, pro- probably Geordie Barrett. Yeah, because I guess they could also. They've got Milner Scudder in the squad, haven't they? And so yeah, they, and he they, looked good. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watched watch that uh, game on on Saturday and, and and thought he was going well. So, you know, um, good good player. Um, they're really loyal to him and uh, like him a lot. So you know that that's that's I suppose the the, the you know the other potential option. But my feeling is still you know um, high ball. Um, okay, they're not going to have a Falau. Um, to, to, to deal with this week, but, but that might be the route they go down, the, the Australians, once again. You know, Falau, um, and they were monstered in that second half in Sydney on Saturday night. What yeah. on earth did the Wallabies do this week, apart from enjoying Waiheke Island? What do they do to try and turn things around at a ground where they haven't won, well, for ages? You um, find a squillion trillion dollars and you buy Mike Cron. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. You know, um, um, you, you bring Johnny Hilson or somebody, um, you know, for all the enterprise that they had in their game, and there was plenty of it, and, and they, you could see they were really playing for each other, but then you could see as it went on, just the wearing down in their body language, the change in, in, in their body language. For all that enterprise, if you haven't got a set piece that can compete, you're just going to get smashed over repeatedly, and you're not going to find a way forward. Now, that's to me, isn't a quick fix. I, I don't see a turnaround in that area in one week. Um, you know, all proud of them if they can, but I, I just don't see a way forward for this Wallabies team. That was, they needed to make a statement in game one. Um, it looked as though they were going to in the first 40 minutes. They did make a statement in the in the second 40, and it, and it wasn't a good one. <laughs> you know, it was... Um, you know, credit to the All Blacks because they, they you know, they, they were just, just tremendous to that end. And the worrying thing for the Wallabies is that that was, you know, wasn't a flawless performance from, from the All Blacks. There were a lot of mistakes in there and, um, and, and they are only going to get better. But um, the improvements that the All Blacks need uh, in comparison to the Wallabies, look at, you know, the Wallabies need a quantum leap and I just, just don't see it. Neither do I. And, and, you know, comparative to previous years when the All Blacks have gone there and had really good first halves, it was pretty tight at half time. And I, I thought the first half was, was, was actually pretty non-memorable, all things being equal, uh, until Aaron Smith got that try at the end. But the second half, they were, it was just night and day. And, and Australia, after 45 minutes, 50 minutes, looked out on their feet, some of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you know, that was being talked about in the, in the commentary a whole lot. And again, if... Is there a fitness issue? It, it seems unlikely, but um, then, you know, they, they did struggle to match the pace with, with New Zealand sides, um, have done for the past couple of seasons in Super Rugby. That's not something you fix in a week. So is that an, an issue, you know, um, further down the, the food chain at Super Rugby level that, that um, you know, Michael Checker needs to sit down at the start of the year and, in fact, the, the end of this year with, with, with coaches and fitness trainers and say, right, you know, we... It's World Cup year, and this is this is what we need from these these blokes if we you know are hoping to lift the Webellus Trophy later in the year. 
Might attend Cup. Did you watch Tasman Canterbury on uh, on Friday night? Oh, just stop it. You know I did. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>, mate. <laughs> yeah, look, um, yeah, look, I've got nothing but praise for, for Tasman. I mean, how often is it you see a Canterbury side get beaten in areas that are a traditional strength for them, namely scrum and line-out, and... Um, and, and Tasman absolutely, they got a good roster. Um, they absolutely did the job. I picked a draw last week, incidentally, um, for that game. And to be fair, um, I was dreaming because the scoreline flattered Canterbury in the end. Uh, Tasman were outstanding. Tasman will get better, but so will Canterbury. Canterbury, with that roster that they have got, should have been far better than they were in the opener. Um, they will get far better than they were. But my word, it, it sets it up well. And I, I thought of all the teams that I, I saw, I saw a fair chunk of most of the games over the weekend. I thought Tasman was uh, a class above everyone, really. So uh, I think they've really thrown down the gauntlet uh, at, at this point. Uh, Taranaki, I was a bit surprised that they um, lost to um, Bay of Plenty. And I haven't had a good look at the Wellington-Otago game, Piney, but I will be because I know who's coming to town this week. That's right. Yeah, no, you, you should have a look. And she, look at the first 10 minutes, because that's very good from Wellington. And then uh, and the rest of it's, you know, kind of a bit, bit ho-hum. And then they kind of come right at the end. Otago are reasonable uh, sort of through the middle stages. But uh, no, I enjoyed the sight of Via Fafita stretching his legs at number six. Uh, mm-hmm. He was very prominent in the loose in the first 10 or 15 minutes. In fact, was involved in two tries and, and a couple of other bursts. So um, you'll enjoy calling um, calling Via Fafita running around under the Christchurch sunshine 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon, isn't it? Yeah, it's an afternoon game. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's great that Fafita played well, given everything that was said last night. He would have looked a bit of a goose if he'd been, you know, a tad ordinary out there, wouldn't he? So um, good on him. The challenge is there, and, and he's clearly rising to it. Just on uh, just before we leave the Modder 10 Cup, yeah, um, Taranaki, yeah, they were actually quite well beaten by Bay of Plenty up there in Rotorua. They've got to defend the shield this week against the Manawa 2 side that looked uh, that looked pretty good, as you say. So, yeah, that log yeah. that log might be going to Palmy, perhaps? Yeah, well, when was it? Was it I've, got, I've got the feeling it was the late 70s, wasn't it, that um, Manawa 2 last had the Ranfurly shield? I might be wrong, but gee, those teams are the likes of John Callison and Ken Granger and probably Andy Donald and uh, Jeff Old, maybe. I, I'm, I'm not sure, but... Uh, long, long time, but the only I, I was a wee bit surprised they they did have to work a little harder than I expected to put away Waikato. I thought Waikato went a little bit better than I was expecting from them. So maybe it was dress rehearsal jitters for Manawatu. But yeah, I look at the moment based on results and what we've seen thus far. I would marginally give that one to. Uh, to, to Manawatu this week. Mm, I would too. How's your week looking in Christchurch apart from the rugby? Anything else of interest? Uh, I think you've got a Chatham Cup semi-final on the weekend too, haven't you, with um, Cashmere Tech against Western Suburbs, I think? Oh, is that this weekend? Yeah, yeah I think that's this actually. weekend as well. It might be, I, I should know this, but it's it's one of the two days this weekend, yeah. so that'll, that'll be in the mix as well. Yeah, Cashmere Tech, they've, gee, they've had a good run, haven't they, in, in, in recent seasons? Different coach at the helm um, these days, but... Um, you know, I, how many is that? I, I'm just trying to think. Over the last four years, they're always there or thereabouts, and uh, great to see them in the mix. Great to see two South Island teams uh, in, in the semi-final. So, yep, clearly another focus, and and of course the, the club netball um, tournament up in Nelson as well. And um, dear eyes on the tactics, just to see if they can consolidate on what was um, a, a pretty good ANZ Championship campaign, a, a third place for them. Um, 
given the sort of, you know, having been dog tucker for so long, that was um, that, that was good. So hopefully they can build on that this week in Nelson. I can tell you the uh, the Kashmir Tech uh, Western Suburbs game kicks off at exactly the same time as the, as the Canterbury-Wellington rugby. Uh, it's a two o'clock kickoff at uh, Garrick Memorial Park. So you'll uh, you'll have to keep an ear on it uh, or, or get uh, or catch up with it later to see if Kashmir Tech um, can make the Chatham Cup final, the second semis on Sunday up in Nelson, Nelson Suburbs, Birkenhead United. All right, Gash, well, you're going to have a great week. Uh, look forward to your call on Saturday of Canterbury against Wellington, and we'll, uh, we'll uh, reconvene next Monday just after 11. Oh, I don't know if I want to talk to you again. Did I watch Tasman Canterbury's Yesterra? Thank you, my friend. Brian Ashby. Cheers, mate. <laughs> See you, mate. Bye. Brian Ashby at a Christchurch.